Back to Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Oh, man. All right. We are back. We're back on time. We got about 10 minutes. We get, we, we'll do all right, man. You know, Kenny, this is the thing, man. You got brothers on the radio. You know, they be mad because they say, you know, brother don't be We get long-winded. Right? But we're going to be back, though. We back, man. We chilling. It was too good of a conversation, man. This one can take some time, yeah. too. So this one can uh, take some time? We back old we school. <laughs> you got the surprise. Who you got, man? Who you got? Austin, you want to bring him on in? Here's your idea, Kenny. All right. Hey, I got your guy on the phone. Who Ch- we get? Chief. Oh! Coach Sam! Tony Samuel. Yes, sir. My man. Jay, Jay Foreman. Oh, man. Coach. I, already, I already talked to K-Dub. Yeah. How you guys doing? Man, we up here just trying to spread the good word, man. We up here talking about all the all the lessons you you taught us, man, when you thought we weren't listening. I know I was listening <laughs> to everything. Definitely was listening. Yeah. How yeah. You? Hey, you know, the funny thing about it is, man, you wait 10, 15 years before you figure out what people heard when you told them. <laughs> 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 hey, Coach Sam, but you know one of the best things you ever told me, man, or you you told us as a uh, rush in outside, you know, Sam linebacker room was we were talking. You were talking about um, watching yourself on tape, right? And yep. you told us every time that we watched ourselves the year after, you actually want to be disgusted because you exactly. want because you want because you'd be like, man, I need to be a little bit quicker. I need to be in like a little, you know, I need to be bigger. I need to be faster. I need to be stronger. I never forgot that, Coach Sam. Even when I was in the pros, I would when I'd watch tape, I'd be like, "Man, I got you know you want you know when you watch it, you know what's coming. You're like, I got to be a little bit a little bit faster." Yeah, well, you know that's the beauty of the game. You know, you're supposed to get better at your at your techniques, your mechanics, and you get so much knowledge that by the time you look back, if you're not disgusted, you know you're probably delusional. You know, you're satisfied with where you are. <laughs> you know that. I'm glad. You, I'm glad you picked up on that. <laughs> hey, 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 T. Sam, I got a question for you. How was it with all those egos in that room? How? Okay. Question number one: You had a stash and a full head of hair, no grays, right? Ever. <laughs> and, then, and then about 1997, I saw you with grays, hair, hairline receding, and no mustache. Was it because you had to deal with all those egos in that room or what? Oh, you know what? Hey, that's the funniest thing about that whole thing. I never considered that there were a lot of egos in the room. There was a lot of alphas in the room. There you go. You know, but when they, when everybody walked in that room, Jay will tell you, we were all just low-keyed and right. teaching and talking. I, Jay probably never even heard me yell. Nope. No, man. He, I mean, the way that Coach Sam's talking to us right now, that's how it was in the meetings. Um, Coach Sam, one of the best, uh, you know, I, I mean, this is just like nostalgia bringing back the stuff to Coach Sam. Hearing that voice, that's yep, a, yep. the lights be off. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Coach Sam, I used to be right next to him to make sure I stay up. Coach Sam, talk about when you told me in practice. I don't know. You, you knew I was probably sore or struggling a little bit. I was a redshirt freshman starting on that team. And you was like, hey, Chief, on your worst day, you got to be at 85%. Talk about that because that's, that's winning football, and I never forgot that as right. well. Well, you got to grade out at least 85, you know, because if you're not, you're not getting better. And 
we all know, you know, I used to always talk about that too, you know. Championships are won when nobody's watching, man, and we're at practice and we're tired and we're sore and, you know, we can still do all the mechanics right and do all the reads right. But I never had to worry about you. You always, I mean, you followed instructions and then took off to a point where you knew it better than me. Well, that was because you was teaching it right, though, man. Because I mean, it was a uh, it was uphill battle. But you know, one thing I'd say about Coach Sam, um, Kenny didn't believe me, Coach Sam. I was telling him the other day about Grant, how Grant Wistrom, how he be looked like. Well, he was asleep, but he could hear everything. Remember, the, remember when he'd be in the meetings, eyes be closed, and Coach Sam would be like, "Grant, what did I just say?" And Grant was. Tell him, hey, and, and I'm a nine technique. Word for word. Word for word. I never seen nothing <laughs> like it, man. Really? Mouth open, I eyes never seen closed. Like it either. <laughs> and Coach Sam will be up there. And Grant was, I was a redshirt freshman, so Grant was a true sophomore. So, you know, he had played some as a freshman, or played, you know, quite a bit as a freshman. He played a lot, yeah. Right. But he had to, you know, really step up. And we'd be in the meeting, and he'd be like, mouth open. Coach Sam was like, hey, Chief, what, what we got here? And he would, Recite everything word for word, word for word. Well, he he, he yeah. had he had an, uh, a talent then. Yeah, that was a hidden talent. Was, <laughs> no, he, oh, he was. Hey, do you remember the time I made him stand up? Yeah, he and he asleep. fell asleep. I thought he was gonna fall and hurt himself. Yep. He <laughs> fell asleep standing up. Oh yeah, them he lights fell go asleep off. Standing up. Hey, <laughs> Coach Sam, Sam, you know he ain't never making through no movies with his kids. Watch them little movies and get in that movie theater when no. it's nice and cold. He'd be out like a light. Oh. Man. Oh, I guarantee you, old Wistrom, he 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 fell right asleep. <laughs> I want, I want, but to, you know, he know the whole movie. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about, you know, because I always felt like, you know, the techniques that you talked about from the rush ends really helped me as a, you know, Sam linebacker, and then obviously going on to the league. What are the, you know, for people here that you know they playing this three three five, and you know they play a lot of nickel on third down, so this is right in your wheelhouse. What are the top two or three things that you look for? you know, in a pass rusher? Like, what do you look for? Is it is it get off on the ball? Obviously, effort is is non-negotiable. Is it length in the arms, foot quickness? What are the top two or three things you look for that you think, like, yeah, this guy's going to be pretty special? Well, first and foremost is get off. If somebody had a great get off, they had a chance. And then some, some guys, when they got to the sweet spot, they, you know, there's a sweet spot back there. If you remember, we used to talk about the kick slide or the offensive line, the right. tackles in particular. And there was a point where you, if you caught them just right, they'd be off balance. And you had to race them to that spot. So the get-off was critical. But uh, I, don't, I can't think of any guy that was not relentless. And I, I look for that on film. You know, we, we weren't doing all those highlight videos and all that stuff for kids. We, I'd watch a kid's game, and if he didn't run across the field enough, you know, he wasn't coming with us. <laughs> hey, they, hey, for people that are listening, that, that's <laughs> about an animated you that, get. That, see, that, that last, if he wasn't getting it, he wasn't coming with us. He was not see, coming with that's us. that's the thing. You know, he, he had to go find another room. You know that. Right, yeah. <laughs> I always tell people it's a blessing that Coach D told, told me that I wasn't good enough to play safety because I, I tell people, Coach Sam, I'm too pretty to be diving on the <laughs> ground to be up there cut blocking with Coach Brown. I love Coach Brown. He got me to commit. But I want, uh, hey, I looked at I looked at it, Coach Sam. I saw Abdul Muhammad the year that you guys went to the uh, to play uh, Florida State, second on the team, 21 catches. I said, hey, 
That ain't I, in high school. I had that in three weeks. I ain't doing that for a whole season. So I got, it was it was a blessing because people don't know. Like so, when I came in and I got moved to linebacker, Coach Steele didn't have one, but Coach Sam had not only Grant, he had Mike Rucker, and then Travis Tolene, who was from uh, Wow, who was actually a really good basketball player as well. Mm-hmm. So his hands were full. Very athletic. Yeah. Hey, his hands were full. Luckily enough, I got to slide in there at Sam linebacker, and then it was all good, man. I, I really appreciate that, man, because the, the things that you taught me, I used to always go back to. I mean, I was in eight, not eight, you know, seventh, eighth year in the league, um, still going back to them things, and they never failed me, man. It, it's amazing that you go at that point in time, see five years in college, say nine years, and 14 years later, you know, your linebacker coach is the one that kind of you go back on to kind of survive in that, in that, uh, I call it that vortex of that NFL life. Yeah, well, you know, the fundamentals, man. At some point, you got to go back to your basics. And, you know, if you remember, though, see, well, you may not realize this, but I saw your high school film, and I said, there's my Sam Backer. You, I don't think you even realize that. So I was laying in the wake waiting on you for a while there when everybody like, else. Like you did with a lot of those around. guys, though. Like I you didn't did know. With a lot hey, I didn't I know. I was sitting right in the wing. <laughs> I did the same thing. I did the same thing with Beeler. Ernie. You yep. remember that? Remember yep. that? Yeah. He used to show me tape of Ernie Beeler because he was number Brinkley, 20. Yep. Brinkley. Zola. Yep. Five and 23. Beeler used to hit now. Yeah. So, that, so they were there the year before, mm-hmm. and then Troy was there mm-hmm. before. Yeah. And I remember seeing Troy. I was like, "Yeah, I got to get in this weight room, man." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Troy, hey, because Troy, Troy, I was like, "Hey, man, he they was long, been, lean, and big, and big." Yeah, it was knocking cats' heads off. Here's what I wanted to and ask lean. you. Coach, here's what I wanted to ask you, Coach Sam. For me, you know, going, I always tell people this: the biggest letdown when I got to the NFL, and this isn't because Coach Sam is on. This, I'm on record saying this was the coaching. Yes. Now I understand it's a profession. You got to do it yourself, but I think the coaching staffs in the NFL, so like Andy Reid, Kansas, Bill Belichick, and Pittsburgh, and all those guys, they're consistently winning because I think they have the best staff, and they their culture is coaching. I wanted to ask you, ask you this, Coach Sam, how come I know you had opportunities to go? How come you never went to the NFL and coached? And what's the, what was the what was the drawback to not take the you know upon those opportunities to go to the NFL? You know, it's, it's it's interesting you ask that because um, I actually interviewed with the Denver Broncos the year before or two years before now, which uh, whenever uh, Mike Shanahan took over, they flew me in for an interview. And we had not won a national championship yet. And there was no way I was leaving without a national championship because when I was in high school, my senior year in high school was when Rich Glover, who's from Jersey City, my hometown, and that that team won the national championship. So my goal leaving high school was to be a part of a national championship and never got one. So that was the only opportunity that I ever had as an offer. And after that, I left and went on down to uh, New Mexico State. All right. Yeah, I always wondered that because, you know, me being, you know, you see the staffs and stuff, and I remember, I remember seeing some of these linebacker coaches. I was like, man, my man T. Sam would run circles around you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then I used to see some players, Coach Sam, I'm like, yeah, Coach Sam would 
get the best out get of him. Out you of know, him. I mean, I talked about one of my best friends, Keith Newman. If he could have got – Coach Sam got his hands on him, you know, he could have really been to the next level. So I always wondered that because I know he had opportunity, and I think a lot of the opportunity probably came out. you putting guys in the league and consistent. Y'all know they come knocking. Uh, but now I had an answer. I can I can see that. It, it, I wanted to also ask you, Coach Sam, what's the biggest difference going from position coach to head coach? Because there's obviously a distinct difference. Man, there's a lot of big differences. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of differences. But the, the biggest one was knowing that you also had to be – monitoring if that's not, I don't even think that's the right word, but you have to work with the, with your assistant coaches and make sure they're in the right position and they're doing their thing. As an assistant coach, I was able to just do my thing and watch coach Osborne cause, and, and Charlie Mack, because those guys, they did all the speeches and the talks and, and all that. And all of a sudden, I was the one having to do the, the the press conference on Tuesdays and the fundraisers and the banquets and talking to the offensive staff. We had Bonnie Cotton out the first time, so I was I was blessed first of all with an absolutely great staff. If you look at that roster and that staff, shut. Those guys were all potential head coaches at the next level or at least coordinators, and they were all high energy recruiters. So well, that that was the biggest part. Just all the the leadership work that I had to do and be much more verbal than I really preferred to be. Uh, you know, one more uh, question, Coach, before we get you up out of here, man. Um, I wanted to ask, and this is kind of more of a guesstimation: if our if your staff was coaching now, do you think you know? Obviously, with the opportunity, obviously from how dominant you know, obviously we were when I was there, then long before and a little bit after. Do you think the staff and the makeup would have stayed together as long, you know, as you guys did, or would you kind of all have branched off maybe a little bit faster uh, and really kind of grew that Coach Osborne coaching tree to, you know, obviously to what some of the people were doing today? You know, that that's interesting. That's a very interesting question because, uh, you know, some guys left, but not too many. Right. Not too many people left. Kevin Steele left. I remember we won the first national championship. He left and Craig Bow came in. Uh, me personally, when I went back to Nebraska, uh, I was gone for four years, and I went to uh, I went to Western Michigan and then Stanford, uh, two years each. And when I went back to, to Nebraska, in my mind, I was going back to do what the other coaches I saw do in front of me, was keep the program going and retire right there in Lincoln, Nebraska, because that's what all the guys that I looked up to did for the most part. Right. And, uh, you know, you played there. It's a, to me, it was a huge responsibility to make sure that that thing was done right when I went back. And you you said the, 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 the key word, responsibility. Right. Um, as former players, like Jay and I, it was a responsibility – for me, when I was on the, on the staff, to make sure the younger guys knew what was up. Well, before absolutely before absolutely. before me, that was Nebraska, right? You know, sixties, seventies, eighties, nineties, and when we're gone, it's going to be Nebraska. But the educational part is what the responsibility I took upon myself to make sure that those guys knew a Jay Foreman, 
newer Tony Samuel when he right. came through the door. You know, because if you don't know, you just out there. You just out there freelance, right? And yeah. you're not really. Oh, yeah, and you know, it was passed on down to me the same way. When I I remember when I first got there, quite a few of those older guys, you know. They start talking to you, advice, or they see your head down a little bit. They pick you up. I mean, there's, that was just the way it was. And, you know, I took that thing. That was a huge responsibility to me. You know, I, I talked to just about anybody, any guy. If I used to look at him from a distance and see if I can identify a guy that didn't seem to be in the best of spirits. So yep. sometimes you just right. need a 20-second piece of encouragement, yep. you right. know. And just because you came from high school and everybody, everybody up there was good. I mean, if you guys, you guys remember, there's yep. nobody that wasn't good, <laughs> you know. And uh, you had to compete with that. And and sometimes, as good as you were, sometimes you needed a little confidence boost from somebody. Yeah, that's 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 uh huge, and I think that's part of the reason why we are <laughs> where we at right now, Coach <laughs> Sam. I know you retired, man. I know. Hey, listen, man. I know. It's, sometimes it's hard to turn on that TV and watch it because it ain't used to what we used to seeing. Hey, man, what's going on up there? That's yeah, what he called me and told, I, asked me about it. Like, he asked right. when I ran up on him and, and I saw him. I was like, man, I don't know. No. I, I I just haven't seen anything like this. So, you know, I'm, uh-huh. uh, I'm uh, you know, hoping and praying that we can get back. You know what I hope for, Coach Sam? I hope for in the next four to five years we get it rolling and we can go to Indianapolis with the assumption that we can win and really – have a Nebraska party, man. Yep. You know, from everybody from, you know, the older before us, our time and then after, so everybody can really see what it's like when Nebraska's winning. Because I don't think, the, you know, these young kids in, in the nation doesn't understand what Husker Nation is like when we really rolling. You know, and I think that, I, I think there's the possibility that it's going to come back because everything goes in cycles. I remember when Oklahoma went down. Yep. Shoot, Ohio State went down for a little bit. Michigan. Yep. I mean, a Notre lot Dame. of people went down for a little bit. Yeah. And uh, sometimes <laughs> our, our, geog- our geographical location makes it tough sometimes to attract what the younger kids are looking for these days. You have to go out and seek them out a little bit harder and a little bit more. Identify what, in my mind, what a Nebraska player looks like. You know, there's yeah. a makeup of someone that could come to Nebraska from anywhere in the country and fit right in and fall right in with the program. And and we all know the fans are still there making noise and traveling to the games and they go on the road and they still fill up the stadium. They still do all that. So get that thing back to where. Uh, you you know you go back to back undefeated seasons and that place would go nuts and then once you get it back where it's supposed to be I think there'd be a little bit more uh, education of how not to let it slip again. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's huge, man. So mm-hmm. hey, Coach Sam, hey, I'm not I'm not big on surprises, but today is an awesome surprise, man, because. Uh, we were just talking about you the other day, and it's, 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 it's amazing how the world works. Kenny got you up here, man. It got you on the got you on the line, and spread that wisdom. I'm sure people are like you know we always talk about you on the air. Now you got it on there, and, and that 
You hear it for the people listening, that voice. That voice. Ain't changed like, since, <laughs> since 94. <laughs> it could get right to you, get to the point. Yep. You know, and so, you know, that's the thing. It's a different, it's always a different way you can skin a cat or whatever you want to say it. So, one of the best coaches ever to come to Nebraska, especially a coach that's really with big influence for me, he was my position coach, but really helped me with the foundation. And I don't think if I didn't have a good coach, especially for me making a transition, you know, from safety or whatever athlete to linebacker, if I didn't have that, I wouldn't, might not be, you know, might not have reached my maximum uh, capacity. So I appreciate you, Coach Sam. And uh, oh, can't wait for you to get up man. here, man. Yeah, I'll see you guys. I'm coming up for the spring game. Okay, then that's right. good. You, you going to uh, Frank's uh, deal on Friday? Well, I'm planning on it. Whatever, whatever the routine is, I don't even. I hadn't looked at a schedule, but I was assuming something was going to be done for Frank on Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to yeah. make sure you get signed up, man, because they be they, yeah. they yeah. Make sure you get get on it, man. Call up there. And make sure you get get uh yeah. get in there, so you know we can all uh, see each other, man. I can't wait for it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, you know, Frank and I office next to each other for eleven years. Yep, I do remember that because I'd be in there That's watching right. tape. Remember, back in the corner there. Back in the corner. The, I was the last one on the right. He was right next door. Yeah. That's good, man. So I can't wait to see you, Coach Sam. I appreciate you for being on. See you next week. And right. uh it'll be all to the good, like always. All right, Chief. Be safe on that bike. Might watch the mountain lines now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you uh, you know you, you you slayed me with that one. Oh, I, you know I did. <laughs> did. <laughs> yeah. All right, brother. Uh, all right, bro. All, right, all right, coach. Hey, man, that was a good surprise. I appreciate that, Kenny. Man, hey, look, Coach Sam always. I'm telling you, man. Coaches are when you have a coach like that. Uh, you know, it's a lifetime. Yep. You know, and that's what every single player. You know, regardless of position, that's a true coach right there, and that's what made that's part of the reason why Nebraska was so good. And yeah, uh, coaches like that on because he's coaching you for real, though. Yes. And he doesn't have to be the. Yeller, he's just right straight to the point, encourager and stuff like that. So for the fans and people who are listening, you know, that's a good insight to what uh, Nebraska was like and hopefully gets back to. So we're gonna we're already at the end of the hour. We're gonna go to a break and come to the top of the hour, dive into some more uh, basketball, NBA news. We got LeBron going tonight. We're gonna see what's up. No, not tonight. Yeah, the playing they playing game tonight. They play the Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. Hawks Heat first, then Wolves Lakers. Oh, you oh, did yeah. say Wolves Lakers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's tonight we're gonna get dive into them games in a second. With it's 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 on. So we'll, uh, Kenny Will Will Height, Jay Foreman, Austin, Old School. We'll be right back. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.